NRL round five kicks off this week and uh, with his thoughts, NRL legend Jamie Soward. Uh, how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm not too bad, mate. It's, uh, tell you what, geez, the competition's starting to take shape. There's some teams that haven't improved too much over the COVID break and there's some teams that are flying. There certainly is. Uh, what was your big take out of round four? Um, I think that the the cream is starting to rise to the top. You know, the, the, probably the surprise packets for me in the first couple of rounds have been Newcastle, uh, Penrith are probably a little bit better than what I thought. But you know, you have a look at the rest of the teams: Roosters, Melbourne, Manly, Para, Canberra. They're all going to be there or thereabouts. The competition may only be down to five uh, to win the whole thing this year. But I've been really impressed with Newcastle. Games kick off a game with Thursday night football going to Suncorp where Manly take on the Broncos. Yeah, this is huge for the Broncos. This could be, you know, not season-defining. This could be, you know, club-defining on how these young guys respond from being embarrassed the last two weeks and all the criticism in the media and how they're going to handle that. So uh, hopefully they come out, we see some fireworks because if they don't turn up, this Manly side will be, you know, frothing at the, at the chance to be able to take this Brisbane team apart Oates in at second row, Alex Glenn coming back, sorry, not Alex Glenn, Ben Teo coming into the side for the first time in six years playing NRL. Yeah, it has the, all the, the writing on the wall to be a big win for Manly, but you want to see something out of this uh, Brisbane side. But I think Manly got there and uh, get the job done and even more pressure on Anthony Seabold and his team. Apologies, that one's at Central Coast Stadium. The two games on Friday night, the Warriors take on the Cowboys. Yeah, it's an interesting one because the Warriors, you know, were so good with their completion rate and then failed to back it up. And, you know, the question's going to be how many times they can dig into that emotion of being away from home and whether it starts to weigh on them. So last week was a down week. Uh, they'll have to see if they can bounce back. Looking for them to be, you know, Blake Green, Cody Nicarima, more involved, trying to chance their hand. They probably know that, you know, making the eight's a long way off. But if they can just throw the ball around a little bit, that might suit them. Uh, they come up against the Cowboys, who were really disappointing last week, had chances to win that game. The young guys in the team, I think, would have taken a lot out of that with no Tamalolo, no Morgan. Uh, they need more out of their rep forwards, Jordan McLean especially, after Josh McGuire was outstanding last week. But they need more out of McLean if they're going to get the win. But I think the Cowboys just be too good. Parramatta Eels take on the Penrith Panthers in what should be a, a real blockbuster there at 7.55. Well, grab the popcorn, the hot dogs and the coke and sit down. This will absolutely be a belter. I can't wait for this. Parramatta last week, uh, you know, did some really good things, but also, you know, showed that they're still a ways off if they're going to win this competition this year. I love the maturation of Mitchell Moses and what he's been able to do in terms of, you know, slot that field goal, get them to a lead. But, you know, they can see that soft try at the end that should have been a try. They want to try and fix that. Penrith, how do they work Nathan Cleary back into the system? Is that going to take a while? Are they going to, is it going to sort of mess up the combinations that Burton and Luai have had? How do they get Burton into the game? Uh, we'll have to wait and see, but I think Paramount will be just too physical for the, Par- uh, for the Penrith Panthers this week. Super Saturday starts at 3pm with the Rabbitohs taking on the Titans. There's a little bit to like about the Rabbitohs, even though it was a loss against the Storm, and this might be the cheap kill they need to kickstart the season. Totally agree. I think last week was a, a side, you know, we spoke about on the weekend. You, sometimes Wayne Bennett would sit you down and say, we beat ourselves tonight. And last week, that, that game was there for them to win. Cody Walker comes back in. I think Latrell will just benefit uh, at the combination that he'll have with Cody Walker about playing short sides, popping up, not having to rely on 
Latrell to do all that ball playing. So South Sydney this week, um, yeah, if they can get a couple of wins, the draw suits them. They've had the Roosters and Melbourne the first two weeks, which has been really tough. But uh, I saw some signs of improvement last week that I really liked. And for the Titans as well, yeah, fantastic win against the Tigers. It's scrappy. I think if the Titans are to win more games this year, it's going to be off the back of, you know, really letting their, chancing their arms, throwing the ball around, not really relying on those defensive, you know, 12, 10 games. Uh, they need to have guys over the advantage line. Jai Arrow was better last week, but Moeka Fadawaka, he's absolutely outstanding. He's their best player up there, and what a find he's been for, for Justin Holbrook and the Titans. But I think South's bounced back in a big way. A bit of credit I'll give to the Titans there as well, and I know they're on a hiding to nothing after not winning for nearly 365 days, but the two sets they had where they possibly could have potted the field goal, they, they attacked and they eventually scored the winning try. Yeah, well, I think in, in that you know, frame of mind, that a, a draw doesn't do anything for them. And, ex- and golden point, they probably find a way to lose, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Like, sometimes when you're just on a hiding to nothing, you know, there's you're better off chancing your arm. Like, the Warriors and Titans this year should come out, and I don't care if they only complete at 50%. They should be trying to score every every set. Yeah, you know, not They're not the teams that are going to build pressure. They just haven't got the cattle to be able to do that. Newcastle Knights take on the Melbourne Storm, 5.30 Saturday. Oh, yeah. Well, if I had the popcorn and hot dog out <laughs> Friday night, I might have to double down and uh, get it again for Saturday night because those two games on Saturday night are belters. Uh, Newcastle, Bradman Best, Kalen Ponga, he, he just adds a little bit of class to their side with the raw talent that they have. And, yeah, I'm still a bit bullish on them. I'm on the bandwagon, Newcastle, but I'd like to see them. The 5-8 position is, is one that they really haven't been able to nail down for a long time to give support to whoever's playing halfback. And Kalen Ponga's going to get his touches, but, you know, I just wonder whether the Melbourne Storm try and shut Kalen down this week give him limited opportunity and, you know, we have to see someone else stand up. Melbourne Storm, were they great last week? No. Are they premiership favourites? No. But uh, are they the Melbourne Storm? Are they going to be there or thereabouts? Yes. Um, I think last week Cameron Munster, out of anyone else in the competition, adapted more to the rules and changed his game from one week to another. And we saw the Munster mash back. And I can't wait for this game, 5.30 on Saturday night. I'm going Newcastle. I think they can upset the apple cart here of the Melbourne Storm and keep it rolling. Canberra Raiders head to Campbelltown to take on the West Tigers. Yeah, Ricky Stewart might have packed a uh, couple extra fireworks from Fishwick in their <laughs> backpack after last week. Uh, he's He would be really pissed at how they played last week. Uh, he came out in his press conference. It's the softest I've seen a Canberra side defend for a long time. Uh, they look like... Not entitled, but sometimes, you know, you start to feel yourselves a little bit and you roll up and you just think it's going to be two points. And Newcastle came out and, and you know, punched them in the face and there was no response from Canberra until late in the game. So I'm expecting Canberra to come out with fireworks. Uh, huge selection drama for West Tigers with no Benji Marshall and Josh Reynolds coming in. Does that fix their game management problem? Probably not. Maybe their enthusiasm and excitement levels go up because that's how Reynolds plays. So... Uh, be interested to see a host of changes for the Tigers, but I think this could be uh, Roosters Broncos from last week. This has the potential to go south for the Tigers and Michael Maguire pretty quickly. I think this might be a hiding Raiders in a big way. Uh, two games on Sunday. The first season at Bank West. The Bulldogs taking on the Roosters. Yeah, the Bulldogs fantastic last week. Geez, Kieran Foran gives them a lot of an attack. He's been able to really um, come in and get the best out of guys. Their shape looked better. They were able to, you know 
build pressure on the uh, opposition line last week and come away with points, which is something that the Dragons, uh, sorry, the Dogs haven't been able to do in recent years. So I really like the Dogs last week. Can they beat the Roosters? No, they can't. The Roosters are outstanding last week. Cough one again continues to settle into his role there at the at the Roosters, and they just look like they're just building to something special. Uh, I know it was a disappointing Broncos effort, but yeah, Victor Radley looks fit. Boyd Cordner looks fresh. Like it's the hardest thing to back up a title, let alone win two in a row. And they got an extra eight weeks rest. So um, you yeah, know, disappointing uh, that we didn't get to see them test through the year for other teams. But you know, the Roosters for me this week. I think they uh, continue to roll on. And things wind up on Sunday night where the Dragons take on the Sharks. Now I saw uh, in the media, Sowie, you uh, gave out the helping hand. You're willing to go and peel the orange, oranges for your former club. Uh, have they taken <laughs> you up on that? Nah, mate, I don't even know if they know that I played for the club at times, um, <laughs> which is a little bit sad, but anyway. Um, yeah, look, it's uh, the, the Dragons. You know, we could have, we could not preview any games and just talk about them for half an hour, the, the problems that they've got there. Um, yeah, I've been pretty vocal about the club at the moment, and this week, yeah, as, as, just as a player, you know, you need to be able to come off and look yourself in the mirror and know that you've gone out there and your preparation's been the best, and that you've done your best, and then don't worry about the result. You know, let's look at the process and how we're going to get there. Because if you're doing all the right things, the result takes care of itself. And I've been a big believer of that my whole career. Is yeah, sometimes we get too lost in the results. And yes, they're playing bad at the moment. They haven't scored a try in two weeks, but their processes at the moment uh, aren't great, and that's why they're not getting the results. Um, this week, you know. The Sharks, local derby. If you can't get up for that, you probably shouldn't put the jumper on this week. Uh, the Sharks were scrappy last week, but they just needed to get a win. They had too many quality players to be 0-4. Wade Graham you know, was pretty vocal in saying that they were playing for their season. Matt Moylan looked great in the six. Uh, hopefully his body holds up in that fullback role. Sean Johnson copped some criticism, but I think that's unfair. He, he did a job last mm. week. They needed to go up there. He, you know, he made some mistakes, sure, but... Yeah, he also laid on two tries, and they ended up winning the game. So not every win is going to be Sean, Vincent, uh, Sean Johnson vintage performances, but uh, you'd like to see him run the ball a little bit more. Chad Townsend will help that in getting direction, plus Andrew Fafita possibly back. So, um, yeah, I, I just want to see some fireworks from the Dragons, but I think the Sharks, you know, they, they get the job done. Sweet and Sour Podcast, how do we get involved? Yeah, Sweet and Sour podcast, uh, we're recording you know, weekly, so make sure you keep an eye out. We, we dissect the NRL, the AFL starts back this week, but dear diary, uh, the big show, if you don't know who the big show is, uh, get adjusted to it. The soda stream big diary uh, is is going gangbusters, so keep an eye out for that, and uh, I think you'll be very happy with this week's one. It's, it's probably, uh, it's only two weeks old, but it's his best. Jamie Soward, thanks for your time, and we'll catch up again Sunday. Too easy, talk to you then.